Joining us now, she is in Houston at the U.S. Women's Open. Julia Pine joins us. Julia, welcome back into the Good golf morning, shop. Good morning, Julia. Thanks, guys. Good to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got some great golf going on. You know, it's interesting. When we spoke to the head golf professional, Brett Nutt, down there, he was talking about five under being a good number that he felt comfortable with with, uh, winning this championship. And right now, we have Hinako Shibuno at seven under par. Yeah, she put on, you know, a show yesterday. These ladies are so good. Um, I do think conditions, you know, will be a little different. We got about... um, uh, a little over a quarter inch of rain last night, so um, hopefully that doesn't impact play too much. But um, yeah, but the display of golf has just been incredible. Isn't there a bunch of weather coming in for tomorrow too, Julia? Yeah, we have our eye on that, of course. Um, you know, yesterday we got really lucky. We made the decision to push two times yeah. an hour earlier, and we're able to get through play without yeah. really any rain. Um, and then it really just kind of dumped for a while last night. But today should be actually 70 and sunny. Nice. So that'll be a welcome sight. Um, and now that everyone's playing on one course, um, it'll be you know fun to watch the leaderboard. Yeah, and we've got two amateurs going out in the final group uh this is going to be quite an interesting uh i guess uh, reaction by our two amateurs to see how they play with a uh with somebody that they're chasing but who's also a major champion winner yeah absolutely you know i think we were all kind of glued to those pairings when they came out to see how that would kind of shuffle by itself um you know lynn grant's actually been in this position before at Shoal creek in 2018 she was, I believe, tied for fourth after 36 holes. She talked a little bit about that yesterday. Um, you know, you have to think that it gives her a bit of a, an advantage over someone like Caitlin Papp, who's never been in this position before. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's great to see these amateurs compete like this. I know it's a great storyline for fans. Um, and it also just, you know, really shows the strength of amateur golf in this country. Yeah, and uh, there has only ever been one amateur champion correct Catherine Lacoste we've actually talked to her we on talked the show to her, that's right. yeah yeah um, yeah but, but, we've we've actually talked to Catherine this week as well so um you know she gets to hold that title as the only but I'm sure she'd love to see another one join her so um I'm sure she's tuned in but we've had plenty of runner-up finishes from amateurs before too yeah and especially some big names I mean some two people in the field this week Morgan Pressel and Brittany Lang both finished as runner-up in 2005, an absolutely unbelievable women's open, um, when Birdie Kim holds that bunker shot to mm. win. Um, so, yeah, I mean, a, a good amateur finish at a women's open can really give someone the confidence that uh, they can compete on this tour. So we've heard that a lot in the past, that, you know, it really sets the stage for a long career if you can compete with the best during the most prestigious week of the year. Yeah. You know, you look at the leaderboard, and, and you don't have to go far down the leaderboard to see a bunch of really big names especially at two under, Aria Jutanagarn and her sister Moria, uh, Azahara Munoz, Lizette Salas is one, at one under, Lydia Coe is at one under. So, and Stacey I mean, I, Lewis, and who Stacey, plays out of this golf course. Right, and, um, you know, if weather is coming in, maybe that seven under is not seven under by the end of the day. I mean, maybe this thing tightens up pretty pretty drastically by the end of the day. At least that's kind of how I see this happening. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's just a really intriguing leaderboard. I mean, yeah. after round one, Amy Olsen had the lead. You saw she dropped back. Right. Um, now back four shots. So a lot can happen on these golf courses. Cypress Creek really demands um, accuracy on your approach shot and good putting. I mean, you've probably heard it from the players. You know, these are huge greens on yes. Cypress Creek. Yeah. Um, I know all the players are kind of 
segmenting them off in their heads. We obviously have new whole locations for the first time today since rounds one and two um, were the same. So, um, you know, if someone has, gets a hot putter going, they can certainly charge up the leaderboard. Um, but, yeah, some of those names, I mean, Aria Jatanagarn is a champ. She's been here before. Stacey Lewis, you know, she's playing in her hometown. Mm-hmm. So um, I know she has extra energy but also extra pressure. And, you know, there's been a lot said about Christy Kerr, um, you know, at 43 years old doing what she's doing this week. Yeah, and uh, and injured as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, you know, on, on uh, the, uh, Thursday after the first round, she said Monday, Tuesday her pain level was 10 out of 10. Oof. She said it's down to about a 6 now, but um, I know she's managing it. I think she's trying to be strategic about, um, you know, how much she's putting onto those ribs where she does have, you know, she's mm-hmm. coming off just three dislocated ribs. Um, she said it was starting to bug her a little bit more at the tail end of her round yesterday, but I mean, you look down at the leaderboard, and what she's doing is phenomenal. Yep. Again, we're talking with uh, the USGA's Julia Pine down in Houston at the U.S. Women's Open. And, you know, so when we start talking about everybody playing, you know, the Cypress Creek course today and the big greens, it seems like that there has been opportunities, like you said, where, where somebody gets hot, they, they start getting it into the right section of the green, and, the, and they make a little bit of a run. And then, you know, like we saw Lizette Salas, uh, you know, on, it seemed like on both golf courses, you were seeing like a Lizette Salas was getting up there and then she kind of fell back. Is that is that yeah. kind of what you're seeing the trend is that you kind of you miss with shot and then all of a sudden you get mm-hmm. it seems like things tighten up a little bit. And then, you know, you're seeing a bunch of birdies and then you're seeing a bunch of bogeys. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was funny. I think it was Brittany Lincecum who said this, but it's less, that's less about the golf course and more about it being U.S. Open week. <laughs> it's kind of like one thing can just go slightly wrong and you just lose focus and a U.S. Open just tests you in a way that you're not tested the rest of the year. Um, so, you know, you really just have to make sure that, you know, if you have a bogey, if you have a bad shot, you're really just starting from a clean slate moving on mentally because there are birdie holes out there um, throughout the golf course. Um but you just can't let yourself kind of, uh, you know, let up mentally at all. You have to stay focused. But, um, again, now that everyone's back on one golf course, I think we'll see a little bit um, of movement across the leaderboard. And also, you know, for the fans watching at home, now that all the coverage will be on one golf course, it might just be um, even more fun to tune in and kind of follow along. Yeah, it was actually some of the best golf I saw played yesterday was by a whole bunch of the ladies that were at three over par yeah. <laughs> trying to trying to hang on for dear life. There was some great up and downs. There were some you know some some putts made, some clutch five, six, seven footers made to make the cut. And that's you know sometimes it's harder just to 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 make the cut on the number than it is to you know compete at the top of the leaderboard through two rounds. Yeah, you're so right. I mean, that group at, at three over is, you know, a pretty impressive group of players. You've got Jess Corda, you've got Allie Ewing, formerly Allie McDonald, who just won for the first time on tour, and then Sophia Popov, who many think is the best story in golf this year. So um, nice to see them make the cut, play this weekend, um, so that fans can see more of them. Well, the, the one thing that I've noticed is that you can't blame it on the greens. These greens are perfect. Is that what the players are saying, Julia? Or I mean, it seems to me yeah. if you pick a line and, and it's the right line, it's going in. I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, Chris Ortmeyer and his staff as the superintendent here at Champions. I mean, for the first time ever, they were tasked to you know care for two golf courses right. for Women's Open. So I mean, we have to just shout out as much appreciation sure. to them as possible. They've done such a great job. The players have had nothing but good things to say about the conditions of the golf courses. It, it looks great on TV. It really does. It looks in fabulous shape. 
So, you know, looking at uh, pin placements for today, are we going to get moving Saturday or are we going to get hang on for dear life Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely some tough, uh, some def- tough conditions out there. But again, I mean, these ladies are so good. Um, no matter what we do with the setup, you're going to see a handful of people really play well on any given day. Um, so, again, I think it comes down to who is kind of their putting locked in. Um, I know, um, you know, Aria was saying that she was in this position, T6, at two under, and her putting has not been good this week. So, you know, I think if she can turn around her putting, like, that's really the one to watch that's kind of lurking on the leaderboard. And then you can't, you know, not say something about Stacey Lewis just because she knows the green so well. Mm-hmm. Um, so if she can kind of figure out uh, something there, too, uh, she definitely has an advantage. Yeah, and I haven't had a chance to look at the stats yet. I mean, wh- are the stats telling us a story about who's leading this thing, whether it's um, driving distance, whether it's driving accuracy? Is it greens and regulation? Is it, uh, you know, around the greens? Is it putting? What's the one stat that's kind of showing us who's at the top of this leaderboard? Yeah, you know, surprisingly, you know, on the, it's hard because, you know, half the stats now are on Jackrabbit. Right. But, I think on Cyprus, um, it's not necessarily greens and regulation because the greens are so big. So you're seeing a lot of six or seven footers for par um, because you could be a good, you know, 60 feet from the hole, uh, even if you hit the green and regulation. So, you know, even coming into the week, you know, Shannon Roulard, our championship director, kind of said greens and regulation is not going to be the stat that you're necessarily looking for. It's going to be proximity to that hole. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, Hinako Shibuno, who's leading right now, they ran a stat on Golf Channel last night that basically said she her proximity to the hole is closer than anyone else, period, on tour. There you go. Yeah. Right now. So um, no surprise that she's kind of leading here right. because that's what she's good at. Awesome. Well, Julia, you know, it's interesting. We, we, we've had uh, the Masters in November, and now we're getting the U.S. Women's Open in December. We had the recipe for disaster weather-wise. We, you you kind of got a taste of it last week in Texas with how cold and miserable it was. But you know what? It ended up being that all in all, we're going to have two major championships that are played in actually pretty decent weather, yeah. and that's uh, and that's a great thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, here, even though we had some rain last night, we have had warmth, and so I know the players that came from Dallas were really, really happy about that. I mean, we hit 75 degrees on Thursday, wow. so um, I really felt for that crew down in Dallas on TV. It looked, you know, absolutely frigid. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're all just thankful, obviously, is the the kind of tone of 2020 to be playing this at all. Um, we're really, really thrilled with the reception that, you know, the golf world has given this, given that there's not a traditional PGA Tour event this week. Um, Not enough can be said for kind of how the whole golf world has embraced this championship, even a number of the PGA Tour players uh, and kind of others throughout the industry. So we're incredibly grateful for that because the ultimate goal is to shine a brighter light on these women. They deserve it. Um, They are phenomenal athletes. Well, Julia, we always appreciate your time. Have a great weekend down there in Houston, and uh, we'll be watching. Thanks so much. Thank you, Julia. That is Julia Pine with the USGA. Our our outstanding. Uh, she does a great job oh, man, on the media she, side for yeah, for the women's stuff. Does. So uh, props to her and the entire staff down there. So 